This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Yahoo Finance Daily, a daily update on the top business, finance, and stock market news from around the world. Let's jump into today's stories. U.S. stocks pushed higher for a fourth straight session on Thursday led by broad-based gains across all sectors. Investors look ahead to the all-important June jobs report due out before Friday's opening bell. The S&P 500 rallied 1.5% and the Nasdaq gained 2.3%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average added 246 points, or roughly 1.1%. The Labor Department is set to release its latest monthly employment data at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Friday. Figures are expected to show a payroll gain of 268,000, the lowest in the pandemic-era recovery, according to Bloomberg data. Still, estimates suggest job growth remains solid despite increasing talks of an economic downturn. Initial jobless claims unexpectedly edged higher last week in a potential sign the labor market may be cooling amid tighter financial conditions. First-time filings for unemployment insurance in the U.S., totaled 235,000 for the week ended July 2nd, increasing by 4,000 from the prior week's reading of 231,000 claims, the Labor Department said Thursday. Economists surveyed by Bloomberg had expected the latest reading to come in at 230,000. The data are finally moving in the Fed's direction, Harris Financial Group managing partner Jamie Cox said. It's never a good thing to see layoffs, but the pressure on wages may have now peaked. A few more weeks of these types of numbers and maybe, just maybe, financial conditions are tight enough to allow the Fed to throttle back on the scale of rate increases. Elsewhere in markets, shares of Bed Bath & Beyond surged 21.7% following news that the interim CEO bought stock and GameStop climbed 14.9% after the video game retailer and meme stock Darling announced late Wednesday that its board approved a 4-for-1 stock split in the form of a dividend. Tesla, Amazon, and Shopify also recently announced stock splits, which increased the number of a company's shares to give more investors access for purchasing without changing the market capitalization. Crude oil rose back above $102 per barrel after falling below $100 for the first time since mid-May on Tuesday. The benchmark 10-year Treasury yield held at 2.9%, following a slide from its recent decade high of over 3.4% in the middle of June. Thursday's early gains follow three straight up days for the S&P 500 index. In the previous session, the benchmark closed up 0.4%, along with slight increases for the Dow and Nasdaq after a readout of minutes from the Federal Reserve's June 14th through 15th meeting affirmed the U.S. Central Bank was committed to intervening as needed to rein in inflation. Participants concurred that the economic outlook warranted moving to a restrictive stance of policy, 
and they recognize the possibility that an even more restrictive stance could be appropriate if elevated inflation pressures were to persist, meeting minutes stated. Officials also discussed concerns over inflation becoming entrenched in the U.S. economy and price stability becoming increasingly difficult to restore. Many participants judged that a significant risk now facing the committee was that elevated inflation could become entrenched if the public began to question the resolve of the committee to adjust the stance of policy as warranted, the minute stated. At the same time, concerns remain that a further ramp in interest rates to tame inflation may push the economy into recession, particularly as key economic data including consumer sentiment and spending, along with recent purchasing managers' indices, have shown signs of softening in the latest prints. The Atlanta Federal Reserve's GDP Now model estimates real GDP growth in the second quarter of 2022 at negative 2.1%, which would meet the unofficial threshold for a recession when matched with the 1.6% decline in Q1. The official read on second quarter GDP is due July 28th. The Federal Reserve is nervous that they might raise rates too fast and start a recession. University of Chicago's Booth School of Business Economics professor, Austin Goolsby, told Yahoo Finance Live on Wednesday. That's the tough balancing act that the Fed has made tougher by the fact that this business cycle looks nothing like a normal business cycle. For more live coverage of business, finance, and stock market news, please visit yahoofinance.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning with your daily update. So until then, thanks for listening. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.